blasphemous. That is blasphemous. Welcome back, blasphemous. Episode seventeen. And at the moment, unfortunately, I only got two of us here at the moment. Myself and Mr. Jensen's back from two week hiatus. I'm back, baby. Absolute cat. Um, money more will not be here. University apparently. No birthdays. University commitments. Because that's important. And Mr. Rafferty, fuck knows when he's walking in. He said he's walking in. He's at the gym apparently again, so if he's not jacked, he may not get on. <laughs> so if you don't hear him, that's why. But we'll quickly, hopefully he's here before we get into the main topics. But obviously, running through the week in, week in sport. Preview, uh, I think there's only, oh no, there's a couple of events happening this week and on the weekend that we'll get into. Obviously, the likes and dislikes. Then we'll go, as usual, with the NRL, with a little bit of origin talk as well, and then wrap it up with the tip of the week. So a couple of little ones, MLB, this is a funny one, fantasy football, so if you play any super coach, fantasy, stuff like that, one of the boys, two people from opposite team, Tommy Flam, I don't know who he plays for, but he slapped Jock Peterson over to, <laughs> he cheated or something, so that was a good one in America, they, uh, I think the uh, the MLB was investigating, which was even funnier, because it's like, fuck, it's just a dispute about fantasy football, why do you need to investigate it? Uh, the match which has been the golf, it's like celebrities versus professionals. And it's t- this edition, there's been, I think, three or four. And the one tomorrow is between NFL quarterbacks. you got the old boys, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady versus the newcomers, Paddy Mahomes and Josh Allen. So that starts 4 a.m. Thursday. So if you're listening when we release at 9, it's probably still going on, I'd imagine. I don't know how long they play, how many holes they play. Is that the first time without golfers actually in it? Yeah, I think so. has like Mickelson and... Well, Mickelson's off the fucking globe at the moment. Yeah, no one knows where he is. Um, Deshaun Watson, um, if you know, if you follow NFL, you know the story, but another th- lawsuit was filed, 23 now total. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, I talked about a couple weeks, maybe a month or so back, but Liz Cambridge, a couple things came to light during, I think, Monday, Tuesday. The term monkeys was apparently used by Liz to describe them. Uh, she refutes it, obviously, but there's been a couple, like even her own team and the Nigerian team have come. Obviously, it's in anonymous because you don't really want to go on record saying it because obviously something could happen. But yeah, she's, yeah, I don't know. She's a grub, bottom line. Fuck she's off, Liz Cambridge. She's a fucking bitch. Everyone's saying, like, get her, get her back in America. I'll fucking keep her there. She'd be there. Yeah, I don't Fuck know. Fuck bitch up. She got destroyed by another Aussie... What's an Ezra? I can't pronounce her last name. They got destroyed up. And the other couple, Jai Hindley. Cycling, little cycling one. Not much happens in the cycling, but Jai Hindley became the first Aussie to win the Gio Italiano, which has been around since 1909. And it's the Italian version. You probably know the Tour de France. It's the Italian version of that if you follow somewhat of the sport cycling. So, Jai, keep it going, son. Now the Tour de France. Thanks. And then the UFC came out today. Robbie Whitaker, he's been confirmed. He's fighting Vittori, who he's meant to fight in a couple of weeks in Singapore. They're going to... It's a fight night, I think, in the first ever UFC promotion in France, September 3rd. I don't know if they'll headline, because there's talks still. Obviously, we've mentioned it. Tulvasa v. Cyril Garn is also likely for that card, sorry, because Garn's obviously French. And then Tyson Pedro who you probably know, he came back, as the bloke who came back, but he's also in the Drink West with Ty Tuvas and Nathan Cleary. I think he's brother-in-law with Ty, so he's also on that card, possibly. Uh, move on to the cricket. IPL wrapped up. The Gujarat Titans, they won the final. Matty Wade was part of that team. Good on Matty. And then Rashid Khan, if you follow BBL, he's been in the BBL for a while, too. They were the main two. They beat the Royals, who I didn't think had anyone. They were being carried by Josh Butler, to be fair. And a little quick one on the Australian cricket. Schedule was released. We're going to play August through the end of January. It's the most days of international cricket than previous. So exciting times in the cricket world. You've got plenty of fucking cricket. got World Cups and all that shit. Is it starting in June? Don't we have a tight crew of Sonica? No, I think that's just like Australian summer. Is what they mean. Um, Onto the Gulf. The Saudi back tour. I thought it was dead in the water last week when it looked like Norman was on the ropes. Starting next week in London, 42 of the 48 participants have been named, and the big name was DJ Dustin Johnson has been confirmed. His management, he's apparently been tossing and turning, but he's been confirmed. 
We got four Aussies in the field. Matt Jones has won a PGA t- tournament. Did Di Morgan, Wayne Ornsby, and Blake Windrup. Don't know the last three. I think I've heard of Ornsby before. And then Phil Mickelson, who sort of was the face. He hasn't been named yet, but you've still got six players to be named, so he could be in that little clump of people. But we'll see how it goes. You might get a few more names interested once they see fucking these blokes are winning fucking $5 million against subpar competition. Yeah, a couple... Uh, we'll wrap up from the weekend, the couple of grand finals that are on. Unfortunately, Mr. Moore wasn't here to give you a more in-depth insight. But you had the A-League grand final. The upset, Western Sydney United, they upset City 2-0, denied City back-to-back. And United, a little bit of a fairy tale. The first, become the second team to win it from outside the top two. They don't even have a home ground at the moment. And John Aloisi, he's, I think it was his first year, he'd been written off as a coach. So he done phenomenal there. And then the Champions League, 1-0, Real Madrid over Liverpool. Another upset, Mr. Moore tipped it. Um... VAR controversy for Real one there. Should have probably been. A few people said it was a goal, but I think in the rules it's pretty... I think you got to be behind two, isn't it? You don't know your soccer rules? No, not the offside. Like who, who actually understands the offside rules in soccer, though? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I just know that was fucking... He was, yeah, it was 1-0. Vinicius Jr., who's a bit of a up-and-coming gun for them. He scored the only goal. But it was... The headlines were all taken by... The goalkeeper, Kutar. Oh, fuck, that's not how you say his name. <laughs> fuck, I've just lost it in my head then. But the goalkeeper, uh, he had, yeah. I think they dominated. Liverpool had like 24 shots to three or four, maybe. I think they had one or two on target, Real. He had a couple. two. Or, he had three, I think, fantastic saves. The one on Salah was probably the best. But yeah, he was unbelievable. Man of the match. And if you saw, if you follow the soccer, you would have saw all the Liverpool greats coming out, having a go. Fucking grow up. He's lost to you. You can say, so who was it? Someone said they lost on points. Yeah, fuck. You may have lost on points, but you got the knockout in the 12th round. That's all that fucking matters, you fuckwit. So fuck Liverpool. He's a grubs. Uh, and then the other one, we have a motorsport for. So you had the Indy 500, the Kiwi. He's adopted Aussie. He'll take him now. But Scott Dixon, he broke the long-standing record for most laps led. But, unfortunately, making his last pit stop with 23 laps remaining, he's rear tyres locked up. And it, uh, he got a speeding ticket or, like, a penalty, and he dropped, like, 21 spots back or something. I don't know exactly. I think he was just going too quick. But that, obviously, didn't win, so that ensured the Swede. Marcus Eriksson, he won his maiden. How do you go too quick in a car racing? No, I was in the pit stop. I think oh, it's like okay, 60 right, kilometres yeah. when you're in the pit. I don't know. He said his tyres locked up, but I thought that means you'd go slower, but it made him go quick. I don't know. I don't know cars. I'm not an expert. And then the Monaco F1. Sergio Perez ended the Verstappen and Charles Leclerc dominance. First time when it, outside those two to win a race. And it was sort of dominated after race, was dominated by Leclerc drama. Charles Leclerc drama and Ferrari. A uh, couple pit stops. Double, I don't know the terminology, but double booked him. I think they brought him to, like, same, yeah, because the same team has two drivers in the same pits and they double both went in at the same time or something. As I said, I don't know that well, but something happened there. Um, tennis, a little funny one. Nick Kyrgios and Bernard Tomic have been going at it. Tomic challenged him to a tennis, boxing, basketball, all this, and he came out and said, oh, I'll put a million dollars each. Like up, so they go for two million, obviously, and they were just talking about the tennis. Tomic's one zero against him. He beat him in like twenty nineteen, South of Kuyong, I think, or something. And then Nick Kyrgios came out and absolutely gave it to him. He's like, "Oh, didn't know you were this bad," because he posted his results on Insta. Went at him. So that was, yeah, Bernard, just shut up and get back on the ATP tour instead of the Challenger series. And then Roland Garros. Unfortunately, none of the Aussies went any crash shot. The only one in the singles to get to the set, third round, sorry, was Dasha. Seville, she beat the 32nd seed, Kvitova in the second round, but then she went down in the third. Fortunately, none of the um, Aussies, as I said, got through. But before the man, so we go to the mixed doubles. There's an Aussie, John Pierce, who's probably the best doubles player in Australia. He teamed up with the Canadian, and they're the third seeds. They won this morning, I think, or last night, and they're into the semis. And then we'll just quickly talk about the two men's and women's. So, yeah, the women... 
top 10 were out by the third round. Iga probably will win. She's got a tough game against Jessica Pakula, I think her name is. She's looking pretty good. And the men's side, the young, promising Spanish bloke, Carlos Alcatraz, he went down to Zarev last night. And the other game, a bit of a classic, Nadal Djokovic. Nadal got him in four, a back-and-forth game. And post, it looks like it could possibly Rafa's last Roland Garros. Um, the way they'll talk, the way he was talking. Sorry, they asked him if you'd be back next year. He said, "I'm just going to focus on the next two days," which which means yes, this is his last one. It could be, or it could just be he's a professional and just like I'm just focused on the next fucking match. So we'll see. If he retires, he if he win, he should win Roland Garros now. What are the big? He's got Zarev, I guess, but they'll face him in the semi. He should win there, and if he wins, he'll go top of the Grand Slam. But he just you'd assume Novak obviously unseats him eventually. He's only one behind now. Do we want to welcome him in? Just well, I just about, I just yeah. about to get. So that's that was the week in news. On to talk about a couple of things, but before we get there, he's here. He's finally decided to fucking rock up. Can hold on, just before you fix that, can you just look into the camera so we can get this on the Instagram with your hair because it looks <laughs> fucking fantastic. Just get right in there. I don't even know if you're just on so the camera. Yeah, just there. get right up in there. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> fucking. Should I get the gym cut? Yeah, you're not even fucking. You're not even at the gym. You're such a cat. I'm swole as fuck. And, um. Yeah. Swole as fuck, you reckon? Swole as fuck. Yeah, yeah. How much creatine you got in your body right now? Oh, enough to make my face fat. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Mr. Rafi's here. He's back from a one week suspension, so call it. Hurdy, hurdy. But yeah, we'll preview the couple. So we got boxing. Before we get into the obviously the main fight, uh, you had Canelo Triple G trilogy was confirmed for September seventeenth. Uh, Canelo's a big favourite, deservedly. It's going to be interesting to see how that goes. Triple G's probably a touch over the hill at forty, going against pound for pound number one. Uh, then it was now today. WBO have ordered Charlo to fight Tim Zhu. They haven't. They have twenty days until the twentieth of June to come up with an agreement, or I don't know what happens. I think WBO. I don't know what happens if you, they don't come to agreement. I think maybe interim title or something along those lines. But of course, the main event, Sunday, uh, two, I think it might be two o'clock Australian, possibly three. Obviously, they had to, normally it's on a sad day when you have an event like this, but you've got to please the American audience. So, George Cambonis Jr. versus Devin Haney. It's going to be, I believe, 2 o'clock was the earliest, possibly 3 would be late, depending how the, obviously, other fucking fights on the card go. But before we preview it, I've got a couple little ones. He had undercard features the Maloney brothers, a couple good Aussies, Sky Nicholson, who's been killing it lately in the women's scene, and Junior Fire, who's a, I think, a Kiwi heavyweight. He's only lost once to fucking Joey Parker, who's fucking phenomenal in that heavyweight division. A couple of the names that will be in attendance... You got Dame Lillard's making the trip, which but apparently he's a big boxing fan, so he's coming down. Obviously, the kid Leroy, he's apparently going to be there, and then you got. Yeah. What are you excited? Oh, yeah, he's excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm the kid Leroy, and he's my new Mac is new. That's the last thing I hear before I'm about to get the ring. Yeah. Him, he's going to tell me what. <laughs> and obviously, you'll have probably NRL, AFL, like those sort of big Aussie names in the crowd as well. They'll show. And then you also might have Manny Pacquiao. There was a chance he wasn't going to make the trip because he was up for president of the Philippines, but he didn't win. So he could be in Cambosa's corner because they used to spar together. And then very exciting news. Man, Michael Buffer will be in attendance. Ringing that mic, baby. Ringing the noise. Getting you pumped up. Um, couple... Devin Haney's had a bit of a um, hiccup, I should say, in his prep. His father and trainer, Bill, couldn't make the trip due to visa issues because he got... Convicted of drug, some some drug charge like 30 years ago. So he's not allowed in. They're still holding out hope that he'll be there in person, but it looks like they're going to plan for like a headset or communication of some sort for the fight. I don't know how the fuck that's going to work. Just wearing a headset. Uh, but yeah, Devin Haney, he's the American, 27-0. and 0. He's looking to become the youngest undisputed champion in the four-belt era. And oh, my little thing, asset. It's interesting... Personally, Haney's the more skilled boxer, yeah. but I think Cambosis is—I think Cambosis is a touch quicker, and he's all like he's all dog. Like he's got that chip on his shoulder. Even though he beat Lopez last fight, like he's still hungry. He's still got that chip. 
because everyone's like, oh, you got Lopez on an off day. Like, Lopez wasn't ready for you, which matter. that's what I mean. Beat him, like, Timothy Lopez is a fantastic boxer, and the fact that you even beat him, even on an off day, still goes to show how talented Cabeza can really be. Like, I wouldn't put much past him in that, in that sense. Yeah, I said, I think, yeah. My head's saying Haney wins, because he's just, he looks better. Now, compared to Lopez, he looks hungry, because you listen to him. He took everything Cambosa's side won. He came to Australia, he'd done all the things he needed yeah, to yeah. to get this fight. And he's been talking about, it's not about money, it's about legacy for him. So I am worried about there, but you can't fucking go against the Aussie. Yeah. So I'm going Cambosis, and my bet for the fight will be on the on my official card, Cambosis by point slash decision. I think he's like 360. Yeah. I don't know if you have any thoughts, boys, or betting plays. I've got the same with you. I reckon I'll go down to decision, and I'm going to back in Cambosis, even though, like I said, it's still in the back of my head. I'm thinking, Haney, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he does come through with a win against him, but... I'm, I'm going to be ready for Gamboza there, and I'm going to have a go with a decision. Decision as well? Yeah. I'm, I'm, leave, I'm just going to leave it out, eh? As I say as well, he, Haney came out and said he was open to the Tank Davis fight as well. Yeah, as I don't know. But I think he has a rematch course, so if Cambosa's lose, yeah, they right. have to rematch. Yeah. I don't, they may not have to do it straight away, depending on how bad he looks. I swear that's going to be a thing with every fucking tight big fight now. There's always going to be a rematch course there, because no one can handle the loss. Well, no, Tank looked fucking... That was his toughest, but I don't know. I didn't really. I thought Romelo was pretty good coming into the fight, I but thought it, he was winning the fight like, during the start, like throughout the whole fight, pretty much. I said I know a couple of people like he's fucking Tank Davis has fought cupcakes and all this shit, and even they said Riley's like fucking his fights haven't been that crash hot. So I don't know well, how he good. He's a good fighter though. I feel like he, you know, he's a good fighter, and but and Tank always starts out slow in most of his fights, like a lot of his fights come with the late knockouts and stuff like that. He doesn't really outpoint you most of the time. Yeah, it looks like, um, fuck, I don't know if Tank came out and said it, but Ryan Davis, is that his fucking name? Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia, sorry, fuck, I don't know where I got Davis. Ryan Garcia. Yeah, he called him out. Not ready for that. Well, he's fighting, he's fighting, fuck, June or July, I think, and he was like, oh, once I get business done, give me a call, which I'll probably do it, because I'll be a fucking pay-per-view. That's huge, like, that whole division's flying at the moment, it's probably the, oh, I wouldn't say best division, but, like, most talked about, like, the most talked about, like, pay-per-view probably yeah, you got definitely. Davis Lopez you even lost you got Lomachenko yeah, yeah. Cambosis so it's pretty it's overall but hopefully the Aussie comes home with it yeah uh, move on to the main oh not main one sorry but the NBA finals it's been set um, before we get in it we'll go through a couple little things KD's apparently come out and told the Nets if Kyrie doesn't re-sign he will leave and the Nets are reluctant to give him that deal and then coming, stemming from that, it was on, I don't know, I don't know what talk show it was on, but Nick Wright floated the possibility of a um, Kyrie-Russell Westbrook trade. And no. I'm not going to lie, that is the worst fucking That's idea. Worst. He should lose you know his job for that. I feel like the Nets are dumb enough to fucking do that, though, because they've put themselves in this fucking position. And is he talking like a straight? Future. I think it was, I think it was. Actually, I didn't really watch the clip. I just saw the headline and sort of, I don't know if there was anything else involved, but he was so like, oh, no way Kyrie, Kyrie re- reunites with fucking LeBron and Westbrook reunites with Durant. But I was like, I don't know if Durant fucking wants to reunite with Westbrook. Like, LeBron definitely does with but Kyrie. Does Durant want to still play with Kyrie? Yeah, Probably well, he not. said if they don't re-sign Kyrie, he's leaving the Nets. But and, I, and the Nets... Probably oh, they will re-sign him now because yeah, they want to live Durant. No, well, the Nets, the Nets don't want to offer him. That's yeah, what but saying. they will now. I don't reckon they will. I don't reckon they will. Really? They would have already. Because he barely plays, mate, and they're paying him fucking. I said I don't know. You don't want to lose Durant though. I know, but yeah, but fuck. Do you want to keep Kyrie for four years, two hundred and forty mil, just to keep Kevin Durant? Mm. Like it's not like if you lose Durant, like you got Ben Simmons too. But they got no people call shit. They've traded away all their picks and all that. Like they're literally stuck at the minute. Well, I don't know what's Durant. Good for Durant. Yeah, you can trade Durant. What's how long's Durant contract? He might be out this I year. Actually, I was gonna say I think he's only got another year. When is it? When do you sign? I think it's an option. Oh no, twenty twenty one. He's signed to a four year. So he's there. So you get something for him, yeah, obviously. Right. So if, yeah, so they'll get plenty. But like, I don't think the Nets are in too bad. Like, if you trade for Westbrook, but you fuck your franchise. Well, Westbrook Simmons, like they're too similar. Yeah, yeah. Like they both can't really space the four, and then Durant's probably gonna leave. So that's that. Uh, we'll recap the conference finals. Uh, we talked a little bit about it last week, but Warriors Mavs it was just Luke had no help early part of the series, the first three games. Uh, the Warriors, bit of history, first team since MJ Bulls to go to the finals six times in, in like the last eight, eight years. Yeah. So they're looking for a bit of history. 
And then the series you have to talk about, Celtics Heat. Um, Celtics got it done in seven. The couple headlines I want to talk about, Embiid's bitch ass coming out in like game five or six. Miami needs us another star. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> We've seen what you've done in the playoffs, mate. You haven't got past the fucking second round, you bum. Even with Jimmy Butler. Was it? Do you think it was him, though, throwing himself out there? Or do you I think reckon it was. It was just him just saying that because well, it looked it's like About it. two days before that, Jimmy said that he wants to play with Embiid again, and then a day later, Embiid goes, hey, they need another star. I think he was implying that. Well, I'm just interested to say if the Philly fans come out in. We won't be able to package a deal for him, but... Got uh, Actually, I have another one, actually. Uh, before I get into the Game 7, but I think I think Miami, you just aren't built for it. I'm not going to lie. You just aren't built to make the title. We went to a yeah. Game 7 with the Celtics within a one possession, and yeah, but, we lost it in the and last And they were seconds. only there, like, three years ago. Celtics, Two years, years ago, the same team. Yeah, but that was, like, as people said, the bubble was a different time. Yeah, but... Like, the bubble, to me, was a team still, full of dogs. You're still playing basketball. But we, we, That's were, one, your... we, were, we were one one shot away from making the finals this year. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, you yeah, even we if were. you make the final, Yeah, but you can say that, but I still think... Like, you got in, you got lucky. Well, not lucky, but I'd say, like, you lost Marcus... You played a Marcus Smart, didn't play two games. Horford didn't play a couple. Like, and you can say Tyler oh, Hero was second. injured. Oh, the whole yeah, the whole series was possible. Yeah, but like he wouldn't. I don't think he would have really affected it because he was coming off the bench. He's our second scoring option. What do you mean he wouldn't affect? Yeah, it? but you need someone on the third. You need someone to support Butler. Yeah, I know. Who was he, supporting Butler? Yeah, but Butler plays thirty by thirty-five minutes a game. He comes off the bench, but he does play yeah, most yeah, of the yeah. game. I don't think he would have played that much because defensively he, he, he was shot. He would have played thirty. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I still he, think he, defensively he's a shot. He comes out gives you twenty a game. That's yeah, but he's he's an He's a defensive liability too. Yeah, so I mean, like, play you're not gonna play, like you're not gonna play. If Eric Spolster had a choice, he would have played Struus over him. He would have over him. No, no, he played Victor Oladipo. No way. No, no way. Because in a lot of that series, we went through stretches where we really struggled to score, and Tyler Harrow would have been perfect. A lot of those situations. Yeah, but he would have but then he's defenders on the court to cover to hide. I'd prefer Tyler Harrow being on that court than Kyle Harrow at the moment. Yeah, but Kyle. So that last game, that game six, Kyle Harrow played well, but one game was not. Yeah, but I said I don't think. Like, Hero was six men of the year, but you... Like, his stats were down from the regular yeah, season yeah, in yeah. playoffs. Yeah, yeah, but so... Like, I don't think he's scoring 20. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, you're yeah. playing a Boston team where st- Hero's coming against Jalen Brown yeah, or Tatum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, I don't think he's going to play as well. Like, he can say all you want in six not, Of course not, but... I don't think he would have made much of a difference. That he comes on and gives 15 points off the bench is a world of... Like, it's, it's what we needed. It is exactly what we needed. Because, like I said, our biggest downfall in that whole series was struggling to find offensive periods. And... He come in and could give a spark, even if he can just, you know, give you seven points within a ten minute period. That's a that's. I don't even know if he would have affected because there was it, it was, was struggling blowouts. to find options besides that's right. Jimmy Butler. That's exactly right. No one else was scoring. And you get someone like that off the bench that even could give you a couple points, like because yeah. there was stretches yeah, where we still, needed one basket. We just needed a basket to get us going. Yeah, but and then you you still only have two players. Who else is getting your bucket? Oh, Bam, Bam had a couple of Bam games. had two. One game Robert Williams out. The other one was game. Was it game seven or game, game seven? Six? Yeah, yeah, you're asking Bam to be something that he's not there. But then one game he had 18 points, which is about what he averages anyway. And like you said in the playoffs, people play down. Like, yeah, but yeah, like Bam's it's tough. not expected to score no, 10 points not. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, you've got to you know, for. That's what you've got fucking... Two players. Four. One gets shut down. Jim, if Jimmy doesn't have those two blinders in game six and seven, they're shot. Oh, like I, think, I know Hero's I there, Boston, but Hero. I think Boston deserved to be in the final. Boston, four I think if Boston were fully healthy, yeah, I, I think, think Miami. Give, I think Boston give Golden State a better run. Yeah, I think if Miami played, they would have got swept or gentlemen. They would have won one like game. They, they missed, no, they out, they missed out on Marcus Smart and Al Horford for one game compared to Tyler Hero's four or five games. Yeah, but I think Marcus Smart and Al Horford are way more key than Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero gives you twenty. In situations, in situations, I think I think Marcus Smart's overrated. He gives you like 15 on guard your best. The only defense uh, he plays on Seth Curry is jumping on his ankle and breaking it. Oh, I'm pretty I, sure they I had the stats. Like Curry shit's yeah, like 30. Yeah, because Curry's from. scared. He's going to get his ankle fucking literally broken. Yeah, come on, mate. He's done it once. Yeah, that was... And then, obviously, the main talking point out of Game 7, Butler, should he have taken that shot? Yes. Um... I don't. He probably should have because he's your best player. But shooter, shooter. as people say, he's not a shooter. But see, that's why he doesn't matter. He's only he was the only one scoring. Yeah, but you're one on one with Al Horford. It's a two point game. If you're one on one with Al Horford, there's a chance you get them one. You drive Al Horford. I disagree. I think Al Horford's a great rim defender. You had Al Horford yeah, dropping but off, the, gave him plenty of space on the three. No, but did you listen there. to Al Horford? Al Horford was like, I was expecting him to shoot. 
Yeah, okay, well, you, you live and die by that. But if you drive, I, feel like, I feel like Al Horford. <laughs> no, I feel shit, like it's Al free. Yeah, I, no. I, I don't know if Jimmy Butler finishes that on Al Horford, just with the size. I think, Come on, he, I think he has a better chance of finishing that. Fight. If you don't finish it, he's drawing the foul. But doesn't he's still... Yeah, but he's probably expecting... Look, he deserves to he take drives, the shot, but yeah, you yeah. take the two. He it's drives, he gets the two, he takes it over time. Where Jimmy's like, just I don't think, think well, I honestly don't think Jimmy it was an open I, shot. I, I it wasn't good. Yeah, but you don't, even if you hit three, three, you don't win the game. I, yeah, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It was There's still 20 fucking seconds left. It was under 20 seconds left. It was like 15. Yeah, it was 15. Oh, 15. Yeah, it was 15 when the shot yeah. Yeah. But um, as well, I know as well, Jimmy Butler played every single second of that game. I honestly don't think he wanted it to go to overtime. Like, oh, I don't really blame him when you played forty. You played forty-seven minutes of that game. And you played forty-eight. Scoring. He didn't go off at all. No, he played forty-seven. I think he no, played, played the whole game. No, he played the whole game. Well, forty-eight. Well, forty-eight minutes, and he's done all the scoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's. And as well, like he's feel. He, that, was, that was a moment. That could have been a defining moment in his career. I feel like he wanted to take it, and I so feel you're like it's selfish. No, as a star, you need to have those moments. If you want to go, yeah, but you could have got that moment getting the two, tie the game up. But then what if we lose that? It doesn't matter. Yeah, but if you you hit that, it's two point, or you go to the free throw line, hit two free throws, they come down, they miss a shot or whatever. Even if you go to overtime, but you might get a chance to shoot. I'm I'm completely. I'm I'm saying I have no problem with him taking that shot, but I think the drive would have been a better option. Yeah, hundred percent should have. Jimmy Butler's like a what thirty percent three point shooter. Like he had it going yeah, in the series, but yeah, fuck, yeah. what do you want? A thirty percent three point shot, or do you want to go well, driving into the hole? Five fifty percent. I think on those pull ups, he was shooting over forty percent on that series. Like from those pull up fucking threes. I, I said I don't mind him taking it, but it just pros and cons. He's played forty seven minutes. Your legs are gone, yeah. which you could tell it was short. Oh yeah, of course. To me, any smart a smart decision is to shoot it, but. I said, he's your player. You've got to live with it, but That's fuck, right. I don't know. I feel like it was one of those shots where he was just, you're going to live or die by it. But whatever happens, happens there. That was, it was just, yeah. Anyway. I, I'm not against it. And I don't, I mean, it is what it is. Let's, the news is they're going to get rid of Tyler Hero. A couple of people said they're going to trade Tyler Hero. For Bradley Beal. I reckon they're going to package a deal for Bradley oh, Beal. That's all right, let him do Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty <laughs> gonna do that. I don't know. To me, you just need to get something. You can't. You're not gonna. You're not gonna win an we, NBA. You may make the finals. We, we like you could have won. We're winning that team. We win, we're winning that series. Mm, I don't know. Nearly thirty points a game. He gives us. Yeah, well, but he's he gonna give you thirty. Yeah, of course. That, that, that's that. Our, no. that was our biggest problem. Was if Jimmy Butler plays offense. the way he does with Bradley Beal, right. yeah, but does Jimmy game. Butler play the same way if Bradley Beal's there? Because Jimmy Butler's top like dog. Bradley Beal goes there. He's probably number one. No. Shooting. No. Scoring maybe, but Jimmy Butler's scoring number one. Has Bradley Beal ever been in the playoffs? Yes. Yeah, well then Jim Bradley B might go. No, I don't want to go. No, he doesn't go. Well, that's fine. It's Jim, it's Jim, I just I don't think you're gonna win a series with that team. Well, not sorry. Well, you're not gonna make the NBA final. Sorry. Well, you, no, you might. You're never gonna win the chip. I should say. I think you get someone that can score like. Bam's that. fucking overrated. Bam's overrated. He's overrated. He played three good games and Bede was out for two. He's the third best center in the league. Oh no, he's not. No, he's not. Third best center. All right, go on. Name three the games. Other than Jokic and Bede, who's better than him? Uh, Gobert's on the same level. No fucking way. Right. They do the, Gobert's... They don't do the same thing at all. Don't say Gobert's a better rebound. Have, have you seen Gobert out. try and... Cannot step out. Like, you switch on Gobert, you score every time. I yeah. could probably score on Gobert if you switch it on the figure out. Bam doesn't do much better. What it's, are you talking about? Come on now. What did you watch well, basketball? Yeah, yeah, did you watch the games? Bam done fuck all in the games where they had a decent centre. Bob Williams is it. Bob Williams outplayed him. No. No. Every game Bob Williams played, he fucking shut him down. Did he not? Bam's not the, yeah, good the, the, the offensive star, though. That's the thing. Well, that means Rob Williams is better than Bam. No. He shut him no. down. Every game Rob Williams played, apart from game six, I think Bam had a good game. And I don't even know if you, they're probably on par. What do you mean, no? It's, it's a disrespect, unreal. Oh, what do you mean? Unreal. Anyway, Bam doesn't do much better than Rudy Gobert on the perimeter. No. I've heard it all. I didn't say the perimeter. I said defense. Oh. Well, he blocks a couple shots. Rudy Gobert. That's it. That's it. He's not bad off the pick and roll. I'll give that to him. Gets dunked on about sixty times. Yeah, he goes. Season. I don't know. Him, but... uh, we'll go to the NBA Finals. First game, eleven a.m. on the Friday. Oh, is it Friday? So it's not Sunday. No, it's Friday. It's the second game on Sunday. Yeah, no, probably Sunday. No, doesn't yeah. it start on? It's not on Thursday. I think it goes three days when it's It's the three days, yeah. Fuck. It's three days on Thursday. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Friday. I'll have a look. Friday, 3rd of June, 11 a.m. Yeah, it does okay. bell. Who, who have we got in that series? It does. I'm going... What? Thursday, bro. At the American no, it's time. It's Friday. Really? Ooh. 
That's right, yeah. That's, that's, that's better. Yeah, it's American. Yeah, on the top, look, look at the, where it says on, like, underneath the top. Anyway, fucking Friday, 11 a.m. Um, I'm going... It's a series of offensive defense. Warriors offense versus Celtics defense. I lean the Warriors in seven. I think it... Yeah, I'll go the Warriors in seven. I said, I think this, I don't think the Celtics will lose on home court and the game's... Actually, fuck, who has home court? Warriors. Oh yeah, Warriors. I don't know, yeah, how does that work? Because Boston had a bit of yeah, yeah, yeah. but Boston had a high no, C. I thought coming out of the C. No, it's wins. No, Whoever has most wins, yeah, yeah. wins. So yeah, myself, I'm going boss. Oh sorry, fucking Warriors in seven. But I could say the Celtics getting it done in six. I'm not gonna lie. Depends how their offense defense comes across. I just think they have too many defensive weapons because shuts them down. I'll get into why later on when we talk finals MVP. I don't know what you boys are predicting. Oh god. I don't know. I'm tossing between six, it worries in six or seven. I don't know. I just, I think I think this is gonna be like a legacy series for Steph Curry. I think this will be the series where he gets the finals MVP that he's been chasing for that long. And I don't so know. what are you picking? I got a feeling that we had the same finals MVP. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. You know, I'll go Warriors in six. You know, Warriors in six. I'll go Warriors in six. No, no disrespect to Boston. I think they're fantastic. Yeah, stuff. I think Boston's fantastic too. But they're young. They haven't been there before. Warriors have been there plenty of times. It's so like they're hungry though. They're winning in six. Yeah. Nah, fuck. Nah, I don't think they'll. I reckon they'll win in five or seven. Actually, I don't think Boston will get beat on home floor. I think they do. They've yeah. been better away from home than they have been at home. Yeah, but they're not going to win. I think they'll win one game possibly away. Mm-hmm. Warriors home ground is it's fucking a, phenomenal. I was gonna say yeah, the Oracle is pretty hard to win in. Mm-hmm. Curry's. Like I know he's he's one of the best front running. He's probably the greatest front running player ever in the game. If you're in the I front, say, he's yeah. the front running. As I say, he's probably not. Even if Clay Clay hits fucking five shots in a row, that can't stop hitting shots for the rest yeah. of the game. I've never seen a player get any hotter ever than. Clay he's a definite fan of Mike Wade. Yeah, yeah, Clay yeah. Thompson. Uh, we'll go on to our predictions. Well, not so. Just our finals MVP. I'll start. I'm gonna go one from each team. So if yeah. Boston win, I'm going Marcus Smart. He's going to be the primary defender on Curry. He's paying $34. I think Tatum's the favourite. I just think it's going to be similar to Iguodala. This Iguodala and Iguodala on finals MVP. I'm going to that. If you shut down Steph Curry, he's going to win. Yeah, I do. I like that reasoning for it, though, because that in that's going to be the biggest proponent of Boston. Curry's number one. If Curry comes out and averages like low 20s and Marcus Smart's been on, you're going, fuck me. It's going to be the same with Iguodala. What? Give me one reason Eagle Dow should have won that. Yeah, he shouldn't have. But that's what they're going to do. But that was because LeBron had a, wouldn't even, like an, like for an average bloke. The LeBron stop only averaged 27.9. Yeah. No, he averaged over 30 in that series. That's what I mean, but that's why I'm picking. I saw something about today. It was like 27 and a half. It was like 30 something, 8 and 8. Like, and that, that was slowing LeBron James down. Like, and they just feel like, oh, we get dollars on him. I just think it's oh, ridiculous. Average 26, 5 and 5, won the series. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's undervalued. Jason Tatum's 275, which is obviously the reason they're going to win it, if they win, I should say. Jalen Brown's 11, I reckon that should be longer. He just has, he has like two or three games where he goes off, yeah. but then outside that. Okay. Then Marcus Smart's next best at 34. I just think he's better chair, better value than... Yeah, yeah. value definitely Marcus Smart, but if yeah. I was betting, I if, understand. If I'm betting, I'm betting fucking. I'm I'm say, fucking I understand bombs. what you're saying. If just I will probably give up on basketball if Marcus Smart wins finals MVP no. before <laughs> Steph Curry does. Please, what do you mean? If he fucking plays Curry well, he'll win it for sure. Unless Tatum has a historical series. Yeah, yeah. And then the Warriors side, I was torn between two. I think I'm gonna go. The two are Poole and Wiggins. I'm gonna go Wiggins, but. You're not even going to give Steph Curry a Oh, game, Curry. Right? Fuck, he's $1.90. Of course yeah, he's going to fucking... Mine's Curry, but I'm with Wiggins too. Yeah, bro. I said I like Poole, because I think he might score a bit more than Wiggins, but off the bench, he doesn't really close now anymore, like in the closing lineups. Yeah. So I'm going to go Wiggins. He played well last series in stretches. He's going to be... Like, he's the third... Fuck, what is he? Third off... Technically fourth option, really, because Draymond gets the ball more. I just think Wiggins is a better shot. 41 bucks. He's going to... He's gonna defend like he's gonna defend well. He'll probably guard Tatum or Brown. So he's got the size and athleticism to at least affect Jay. And I think I think he'll get he'll probably average high teens, possibly two or three games where he goes twenty plus, twenty five plus. And so I'm gonna come off back at you anyway because I'm I'll, yeah. obviously I'm gonna go Steph Curry, favorite player. Hope he wins fucking wins one. But um, for the value, I'm gonna say Wiggins as well, especially the way he played in that conference finals. If he gives them fifteen. He was rebounding the ball and credit. I think he had 10 rebounds in like every game in the conference finals. So if he gives you 15-10, guard 
either Brown or Tatum. Know, he probably he defended guard, well. Fuck, he probably and they win. He probably guard. I Tatum. could see him winning it. He probably guard Tatum. I'd say he probably guard Tatum or Brown. I reckon they'll probably, will, they'll probably start. Thompson will guard Brown. They'll, he'll, yeah. they'll start, but they have to switch. Draymond can switch on the Tatum, so they'll probably start with Wiggins, and they might. Not I don't think they'll put Draymond on one of them, but I reckon Draymond will get. He's not quick enough. I think they'll put Draymond on Al because Al spreads the floor a bit more. Bob will play Looney, and then when Looney comes off. I don't know, just Jordan Poole, is he the sixth man? Oh, he is the sixth yeah, man, but yeah. he's... And then, well, it was Otto Porter that come on early, but... Um, oh, well, he got Gary... Oh, actually, they got all their boys yeah, coming Payton's back. Payton's back, too. Payton back for the final. Yeah, yeah. Payton, Iguodala, and someone else are all back this series. Yeah, and then for Boston side, well, I'm this, just going to say... Are you giving... Is this officially on your card? But are you betting it? I'm betting one, too. I'm yeah, just, I'm happy to... You're going to bet I'm two? I'm happy to put the Wiggins one in there. I can see him definitely winning that. But I'm for Boston, bet. I'm just going to say Jason Tatum. He's the reason they're there. Mm. He just and I can see him. He wants to play. The defense is fucking the majority reason they're there. It was a whole team. Yeah. No, they're still a fantastic team, but Tatum's a part. But their defense has been number one. (laughs) Their defense has been shooting pretty pretty horribly over the last series and a half. Yeah. What's your MVP picks for the betting? As as my bets, it'll be Steph Curry, and I'll go with Jason Tatum. You don't have to do both, mate. You only have to do one. Oh, it'll be Steph Curry. Leave and take them out. No, I put put like for put e- e- either side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd go that, but yeah, if I had to pick one, it'd be Steph Curry because I think the Warriors will win. Fair enough. Under the likes and dislikes, um, myself, a couple likes. One was from the Champions League. The Everton fans hasn't. Been, I don't know if it's true or not, but apparently they fucked the Liverpool trip up. Liverpool fans trip up like they got a driver <laughs> named Richard Eilerson. <laughs> They didn't get there, so fuck you, Liverpool. And the other one was the um, Cowboys. We're going to talk about the Origin teams later, but the six Cowboys made the squad, and the little presentation they'd done, Toddy Payton. I've had a, I had a go at him earlier this year, but I did like that, sort of telling Billy, let me know, and I'll tell the boys in front of the group. So I like that. And then my couple dislikes. One was fucking the soccer. It was just the League One team got fucking relegated, and the fans threw fucking flares all over. Fucking grow up. Your team got relegated, so what? Fucking, it's not like you're a fucking powerhouse club, St. Etienne, I've never heard of you. And then the last, the um, other one, have it on the weekend. He's a loyal listener to us, but Tommy Dev, oof, breaks his finger playing AFL. Get back soon. Hopefully he's only out for a couple of weeks. But if you're listening, get well. And get back tearing up that halfback and play, baby. Who's got it? No, I got it. I've got two likes this week. Well, obviously, first one is uh, the finally the takeovers happened at Chelsea. It's confirmed now. Todd Bowley's the new owner. Um, so I'm just glad that whole fiasco is over and done with now. And my second like is Eden Hazard finally wins himself a Champions League. You know, even Let's though he's baby. on another, even though he's on another on, on another team now. Um, you know, I still got lots of love for that little man. Um, and my dislike. Even though I hate Liverpool fans, the fact that they were getting pepper sprayed and that waiting at the gates to try and get in the Champions League final Mate, fake tickets. really, um, yeah, really annoyed me because that's not what football's about. What's it about? Yeah, fucking loving one another, mate. Is loving it? one another, mate. <laughs> what's not that future, mate? I don't think that's what's yeah, about. Yeah. But... About homoerotic sex. <laughs> <laughs> Finished off by. A lot of life. This is a segment. I haven't been here for a while. So I didn't have anything, but um. Okay, so we'll move on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I had a dislike, but I forgot it. But my life was um Corsair's performance in the oh. Champions League final. That was superb, and the way he came out and said that he was disrespecting the EPL when he was there, which I believe with. On the NRL, a uh, couple of little headlines: Matty Lodge, he left the Warriors. He played fucking second grade rugby union in Brisbane, and then Payne Haas, he fucking. Back apparently he backflipped on it and now he's committed to twenty twenty four. But he had a um, just like that, mate. His um management, <laughs> his management asked for get out clauses based on ladder position, which is fucking unusual. So I was top eight first year, top six second year, and top four third year. I've got a second dislike. Payne Haas is a fucking bummer. I can't fuck that. He's guy. not a bummer. He's, he's a, a fucking, fucking. He's a fuckwit. He's a weapon, but not worth one point two million. Mm. And the other one out of the round, last round of footy. There was a couple, but this one blew my mind. The Titans blow a big lead. And the worst thing was, they were up by fucking 14 and you go short. Tino's like, I didn't know the rules. It's like, why the fuck are you going short anyway? You don't need to know the rules. You're up fucking 14 points. 
So Tino took responsibility because, fuck, I don't know. But fuck me. Surely someone in the huddle goes, Tino, we're up by fucking 14. Like, what are we doing? Go long. Uh, then today, Rabs. Ray Warren hangs up the mic after 55 years. Is he still doing Saturday Origin? Sure. I don't know. That's the first time I'm hearing that. Yeah, yeah it was only like two hours ago. ago. Wow, crazy. Uh, I don't think he's been commentating this year. Maybe he was on Channel 9. Fuck, I don't know. I don't know if he's retiring immediately or at the end of the season. I didn't read it. I just saw it pop up. Nah, I'm pretty sure it was immediately. That's why I want to know if he's still doing Origin at least. Round 13, we're not going to talk about any games because we've got obviously Origin next Wednesday, but quickly re- preview them. Titans, Cowboys, boys bounce back from a disappointing loss last week. Panthers v Bulldogs, top v bottom. Panthers gutted with Origin, but should probably still get the job done. Uh, Seagulls v Warriors, points on points. I think Warriors conceded second most points and Manly aren't far behind, so... See how that goes. And then Raiders Roosters bring the jumper. It's going to be fucking freezing in Canberra on Sunday. Great football analysis. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. The Canberra listeners going to be so grateful yeah, you heard yeah. that. Because literally that's all we care about yeah. is whether or not the Canberra Raiders fucking... Fucking how would you preview that game? Um, that's what I just watch it. I don't watch it. Roosters. Raiders playing pretty well. And Roosters I think it's going to be... Well. I think the Roosters will win. That's a good game. Anyway, we'll move on to Origin. Obviously, we'll talk about the game today because we record on Wednesdays. So we'll talk before we get into the, pre- the quick preview. We'll talk the teams. We'll go the we'll go the Maroons first. So team was Ponga, Cobo, Holmes, Gay Guy, Coates, Munster, Cherry Evans, Tino, Benny Hunt, Papali, no fuck Papali, Katewell, Kafusi, Ruben, Harry Grant, Collins, Carrigan, Nanai, and eighteenth. Mi- what? Sorry. <laughs> Uh, and then they had the extended, but Tommy Dearden's 18th man, so he's fucking... He can't play for us this week, you fucking grub. Could have named him 19th. Uh, but the couple talking points for me was Harry Grant on the bench. He's probably been the form hooker. Joke. But I don't know. I can't remember why Billy said it, but Benny Hunt's been playing well too. But I think he might have done it just to avoid the hot opening, like hot 15, opening 15, 20 minutes of origin, because it's always fucking... The first couple sets is always hot, which I think Harry Grant should be out there, but... Like Harry Grant against a fucking tiring forward pack's even dangerous. And then the other couple was David Feeder was dropped, but it's probably deserved just injuries and form. He hasn't been up there. But I thought Mo Fortawega was tough to miss out. He's probably one of their better players last year. And he got dropped from the entire squad. I don't know if you boys have anything to talk about for that team. I'm happy to see Cobo there. <laughs> oh yeah, since yeah. I'm a bit surprised to see playing lock and Tino playing front row. I thought they'd switch that around. I thought lock nah. Tino would play lock. What do you mean? Tino's a bigger boy. They're fucking in the same boy, position though. anyway, practically. They both play the middle. Cotter's more of a lock than a fucking Tino. I'm just happy he's in the starting line. Fucking gun. Is that it? Yeah, that's about it for me. Um, oh, obviously Grant not starting is a bit yeah, weird, yeah. but... Then on the Blues, you had Tedesco, Toto, Staggs, Jack White and Tupu, Luai, Cleary, Haas, Cook, Powell... Paulo, Murray, Sims, Yo, Crichton, Liam Martin, Campbell Gillard, Ryan Mattinson, and 18th is Nico. Um, a couple talking points out of this team was everyone was up in arms about Joey Suwali getting in the squad. Fucking, they do it like every year. They bring in a young bloke. He's never a chance of playing. They just bring him in for the experience. And who else are you going to take the 18-year-old kid killing it for the Roosters? Like, of course so, yeah. you're going to bring him I don't know why blokes are having a go. Yeah. They're talking like he's going to play. He's no chance of playing unless yeah, injury crisis. Um, the other couple was fuck. I don't know why Freddie's done it. Stephen Crichton on the bench and White in the uh, center. Sorry, mm. you switch that. Even though I wouldn't, have, I probably would have picked Campbell Graham. Sorry, over Crichton. But if you're picking that team, I don't know how you start White in the centers over Crichton. White is a perfect fourteen. Crichton is a center. I did see, but I think it was on the Matty Johns show on the Sunday. They're talking about it, and Steve Renilf did say it's a diff- a big difference defending on the other side. Because Katoni is a right, like right side centre, which Crichton's been playing for the Panthers, and I don't think you're gonna. So he played the whole season before on the left. It's not like he hasn't played the left before. Yeah, but you've defended be the whole preseason, so you got to get used to it. I, said, I did understand. I said if Crichton's in the team. I don't know why you play fucking White over him. Yeah, White's a comes, perfect fourteen. If he comes on, I assume that he'd probably just jump straight into the centre. Oh yeah, White will go wherever. Yeah, needs to go. yeah, but that were the. And the other one I thought was... The only person I thought was probably rough... I had Campbell Graham and Kalomotangi. 
Pine Watani sort of form dropped off late, and then I thought Cameron Graham was stiff. He's been in the squad the last two years, and he's playing pretty well. Mm. But the one I thought was a big... Josh Adokar was a joke. The That's fucking reasoning was fucking stupid. <laughs> he's like, all oh, his team's been going shit. Yeah, but he's been the best fucking player on the team. He's yeah, been playing well. Like, they scored like 12 tries on the team. He has eight of them. And he's... Oh, I don't know. He was like a fucking... To me, if you drop one of the wingers, Toto had to go over. If you want to pick Daniel Tupu, I don't think you should have picked Tupu. But to me, if you Toto should have gone before Adakar. Toto's been injured. Yeah, he hasn't really come play. back in great form. Like he hasn't been carrying like he was last year. Have they picked Tupu? Um, Tupu because of they the aerial threat. That's what the rumor yeah. is. Well, yeah, but I understand that you're coaching Cobo yeah. tall. Yeah, but fuck, Josh Adakar's taller than Toto. He's playing better than Toto. Like, yeah, yeah. You can't say that. Toto's been playing. <laughs> That's what I mean, but like he's played the two games he's played, like his carries haven't been the same. Like Taylor Mate's yeah, probably yeah. outrunning him. I feel like he's still adjusting coming back from such a long layoff as well. Like I don't know. I'm not so against if he missed the first game or whatnot, but I see. I don't know. You can't fuck me. Yeah, if you I'll want to pick Tupu, I would have picked Toto as well. I would have I wouldn't have picked Daniel Tupu. You can no, say fucking yeah, yeah. But you're fucking But if you have Crichton playing the centres, then you got Crichton's aerial threat that can defend That's that kick right. across. Yeah, yeah. He's tall enough to jump contest with them. So you wouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah, exactly. Freddie, you fucking lost the plot. (laughs) That's all I'll say. Um, We'll talk. We'll go to the series predictions. Um, Can't believe you didn't pick Pappy at six. Pappy's injured, mate. You (laughs) fuck with. Says the bloke who picked Felice Cafuzzi in the front row. I think Pappy playing six is worse than Cafuzzi. No, it's not. (laughs) Pappy can play six. It's practically a second fullback. Oh, stop saying that, please. What do you think? It's practically the same. Cody Walker does no it easily. No Joey Manu does six. <laughs> Joey Manu does it easy. Please, everyone, everyone who knows Joey Manu's a freak. And Pappy's not. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Your reasoning yeah, is fucking. He's a good mind. fullback. He's the fucking best fullback in the league. Doesn't mean fullback he can play every they, position. Fullback and five eight aren't too dissimilar. But they are though. They're not. All it does is fullback defends at the back and he has to communicate. Oh, Look, oh, you're just fucking useless. <laughs> This is a bloke who gets carried at Allstag, ladies and gentlemen. But we'll go to the serious predictions. That's rough. Facts? Not facts. facts. Surely you back me up here. This season, surely you back oh, me up. Oh, well, I didn't hear what you're saying. Oh. I'm not here to anyway. talk about fucking local competition. <laughs> I'm not here to talk about the big game, mate. Uh, so the series, I'm going to go New South Wales 2-1, two, two I reckon. 2-1. Maybe 3 but I'll go stick 2-1. I think Queensland will get one. They're in much better form this year compared to the last couple of years. I am in agreement too. Fucking sick. <laughs> Player of the series. Right, let's wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Player of the um, series. Tedesco for me. I'm gonna go Isaiah. Say yo. I'd say Nathan Cleary. Cat, you would go favourite. No, I don't know if he's the favourite. Ah, <laughs> uh, then we'll game one. Um, fuck, I don't know. There's not really much to bet until you get really close. So where's it go? Is it Sydney first game? Yeah, Sydney. Sydney Perth. Yeah. Perth. Yeah, game one. Fuck, you could come up the same in game multi. I think the Blues... Oh, got one. No, oh, if you got one. I haven't, I haven't got one. I was more... I just think the Blues will win the first game, and I was going to... I think they might win by a couple tries, to be fair. Okay, so the line's only three and a half. So, got New South Wales on the line. And then I've just gone with Xavier Coates and Jack White in the score. Jack White? And Jack White runs the ball well, playing the centres now. I see him going over. And they're going to attack me left like they always do. Usually the troll scores one or two tries every game. He's playing exactly the same position. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Is that all you got? That's all I got. It's ten, playing 10.50. You got anything? No. Because you're very unprepared. Yeah. <laughs> that can just be my tip of the week. Oh, that's the tip of the week? We're not even got there yet. No, I've got to go. <laughs> what? I'm joking. Relax. <laughs> I didn't even know what you meant by i got to go. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's the origin. I'll uh, get a tip of the week. Go quickly through it. <laughs> 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 I'm not even there yet. Well, fuck, he just ruined it. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they didn't know it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to add something, but then you just rudely disturbed, yeah, disrupted me. Anyway, well, that was boring. Is that your official tip of the week? That is my official tip of the week. You do yours, I'm going to fucking whack one up. It's going to take, <laughs> it's gonna take like ten, five seconds. Yeah, it is usually goes 12 leg multi, so. Yeah, fuck me. <laughs> Uh, so myself, I'm going Gold Coast Suns, 25 plus. They're playing fuck, um, West Coast. I'll double check that, actually. I think it's West Coast. I could be wrong. 
Oh, no, North Melbourne, the other shit AFL team. Yeah. <laughs> they play North Melbourne. Plus 25, the line's like 40. Oh, I said, I'm not confident they'll get by 40. Because North Melbourne, they only lost by 50 last week to fucking whoever they played last week. So I'm going to go plus 25. I'm going to go the Demons head-to-head against the Swans. I said, I think the, the line's about 24 as well. The Swans are a good team. Like, they came back well last week in Richmond. But I think the Demons, like, surprising loss last week. They're going to bounce back strong. Then my two NRL, I'm going the Manly Warriors game. As I've mentioned earlier, points over 39 and a half, easy. And then the last one, Kidone. Roosters on the line, minus three and a half, into Sawali anytime. All up, $8.48. Thank you. Uh, actually, before we get to Jack, give him a couple of extra seconds. Last week, we let down by fucking Brad Crouch. Cost us, I think, the group multi and myself. I had him for 24. I had him for 25 plus, he got 24. So Brad Crouch. Fucking get one more touch next time. He let me down personality too. Who so was an AFL player. Yeah. What do you got, Rafferty? Um. Alright. So my tip of the week in the multi. Uh, I've got Golden State <laughs> to win head to head, first game of the finals. Um. At home, I think that. I think it'll be a wake up call for Boston coming up against a team like that. Um. And then for Origin, I've got um, New South Wales line. Um, Brian Toto and Daniel Tupo to both score anytime. And altogether, that is $8.80. I don't think eight bucks. I thought it would be more. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What's, right? What's the New South Wales? Huh? Probably like What's $4. Yeah. I'll just put oh, New South Wales on the line as my bet. Oh, the group. What is, what's going in yours? The group multi? Um, yeah, just put Golden State head to head. The Golden State had to add New South Wales Blues on the line. I'll go the Roosters to Wally. I think Wally's going to score. Come back from Origin. Anyway, that wraps up this week. Episode fucking 17. Hopefully fucking sometime the, all the boys are back together and we can review the NRL mid-season. Because apparently fucking gym's more important. Fucking uni and fucking dinners apparently. See how we go well, next week. we just get the... On time, like you usually do, then we're Well, we've done it the same time last week, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. We started yeah, at like four, four there. Yeah. But I booked the dinner around it anyway. What do you mean you booked the dinner? <laughs> dinner was at six, we started at four thirty. Yeah, anyway, just Rafi's got to stop going to the gym on a Wednesday. Yeah, I'm gonna fly out again. <laughs> <laughs> what by missing the gym on one day? Yeah, yeah, fuck. Just go in the morning. No way. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with the morning? It's too early. You wake up at like 5 o'clock anyway, no, 4 o'clock. No, I don't. I wake up like borderline every morning. I want to fucking be late. <laughs> I thought he was just going to stop there and I just wake up borderline every morning. Anyway, we'll see you next week. Fucking yeah, give the boys five stars.